You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So she asked me to stop, and so I did. Like, And I'll only do it here and there, and a lot of times I feel like I have to do it when she's not looking. Yeah. This is the Nikki. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Nikki and Brie show. Brie, new year. New us. Well, I was going to say new (laughs) us, but no, same old us. We're the same. Same old us. Actually, I will say this. I have a lot of energy because you and I have been doing... Dry January. Well, dry January, but also I feel like detoxing in a way. I've been doing a lot of the really healthy soups and shakes 
one solid meal a day. Got my good tea with me. Yeah, I have my shake in the other room. Hydration in my water. You know, I always tell myself every January, I'm like, I feel so good. Why don't I do this all right. the time? And I've really have been like careful what I've been putting in my body oh, me as too. far as food. And Only I've been, I, real food, I told myself. Yeah, real food. But I haven't, yeah, so no carbs or name, not carbs, but meaning like rice, I've done that, but I haven't done any breads or anything. And it is crazy. I've already lost a few pounds. Mommy needs to tighten up a bit, but I do have some pounds yeah. to lose, which I is, was, it'll be easy. It'll be fine. It well, not be. easy, but it'll, well, I could do it. Yeah. And what you realize is that you, you kind of look at yourself and you're like, I look great. I feel great. But I just know if I take that extra little sacrifice of like being consistent in this like great healthy thing we're doing where you could be. And it's like not a bad thing. I was feeling good last night looking in the mirror. I was like naked. I'm like, all right, you know, we just got to do a little more here and there. But then I also remind myself, you did have one solid meal today. We had a shake and yeah, broth. Honestly. So I was like, you know, it's, this is hard to keep up with. It gets but harder when you get older, but it's all right. Yeah. We got it. Like you said, the most important part is like how good we feel inside out. And it's only been a few days. It's crazy. Or no, a few, a week now, a little over a week. Yeah. We can own oh no, almost two weeks. No, I've only been doing this like five days. Yeah. Oh, wait, what day is it today? Oh, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. not even been a week. Shit. No. Right. That's what I, I mean. I really needed oh. a change. And I'll say, and I hate saying this because all of a sudden it's like, why don't we live life like this? But I've been sleeping really good and I've been going to bed later. I have not wanted to fall asleep until 10 p.m. Usually I'm like, yeah. I don't, can't keep my eyes open until nine and been waking up great. And I'm like, wow, like, all right. I kind of now know the things I can't bring back mm-hmm. into my system because maybe those are the things that tire me out. What I know for me, and like I know this is facts, is like going into New Year's Eve, I ate really clean and healthy. And then I just was like, we're in Lake Tahoe, it's vacation. And I ate what I wanted. And it was crazy how low it made my energy. And just, I didn't feel the greatest. And I go, this literally is due to food. It's literally, that's all, that's 100% what it is. It's the food and sugar I just put in my body. Yeah. And sugar is like the big thing, I think, for me. Oh, yeah. It's worse than wine. Because sugar I don't is eat fried deadly. Food. Besides, like, still my kids' french fries time yeah. to time. French fries are the worst I eat when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, that's probably the only, you know, fried thing. And maybe I've had like a fried chicken sandwich here or there. But other than that, I don't. But it's the sugar. It's the, the sugar. Sh- and the sugar that makes me feel like yeah. shit. Because we went and got donuts. And it is crazy how that made me feel like shit. And, and it was so yummy. It was it. so good. I had but then two, I felt two maple donuts because I love maple donuts. Well, you know what I did with my kids this January? You're, well, I know, but they all don't know. So I told my kids, I go, if you don't eat any sweets this January, mommy will give you $20. I'll take you to Target. You can pick out whatever you want. And they've been really great. And, you know, I'll tell you, Birdie made a calendar. And she, this is so me and you. Because she wants to mark down the days every day. It's so cute. So I print out calendar. I have this picture I need to show you. It's so cute. And so she, like, marks down. And she actually, instead of doing a slash of the day, she makes a unicorn horn. But she's counting down the days. Yeah. And also, we did a sports bet. But she, is Birdie really getting a $20 gift? Yeah. Why? I would never lie. Well, I mean, I showed her some really cool moon boots and I heard that mommy's getting her those cool pink glittery moon boots if she doesn't have sugar. 
How much are the moon boots? I mean, they're under 200, but they're not $20. Okay. No, but you already promised her. I was there. Well, she doesn't talk about the moon boots. She talks about 20 bucks going to Target. I could remind her. Do not do that. <laughs> Don't be the torture of my mother. Torture. She was obsessed with my moon boots in Tahoe. And then I showed her the pink glitter ones. I was like in her size. <laughs> yeah. And she but was I, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I will say like kids, you can easily get them to do the same things that we do in a different level, right? We haven't given Mateo sugar since we got back from Tahoe. Because obviously we all overdid it and it was fun. But then he had ice cream yesterday. But he's been so good and it's just crazy how much better he's been eating. And I'm like, yeah, but today Artem was like, oh my gosh, because this morning when he was, what do you want for breakfast? And he goes, ice cream. And he goes, no, he goes, hot chocolate. And he goes, no, he goes, chocolate. And he goes, no, and he goes, candy. Like he went down and Artem looked at me and he goes, oh my God. And I was like praying, like say an egg, say French toast. I don't know. And Arun looks at me as if, yeah, like he never like knew what candy was. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> he never knew what candy was till Halloween. And then it is cute because Mateo then will go happy Halloween. Like <laughs> trick or treat. Every time we pass oh the neighbor's gosh. house, he goes trick or treat. Because remember, that was his oh, first yeah. door. It is every time on the wagon. He literally points to me and he goes trick or treat candy. <laughs> I'm like, no. that is hilarious. It is funny. But I love it. today I couldn't believe like. He went down the list. Well, Buddy asked, I think it was yesterday afternoon. He goes, is January done yet? I'm like, no, it just started. <laughs> that's I'm cute. like, which for toddlers, that's a few days is a know, long time without yeah. it. You and know. like weeks. They don't even know what weeks are. Yeah. But so it, I have to say it's, you know, it's fun how as adults we have our goals and we try to stay on track, especially I feel like January's health and all about, you know, alcohol and food. But it, I just, I'm having fun with the kids too. And it becomes a family discussion, which I feel like we need to be open with our kids. I think they need to know that sugar is bad for you and it's good to lay off and detox it. I right. think start letting them know now because yeah. then when they grow up as adults, maybe they'll never have to do a and, crazy January. And by the way, even as adults with Mateo, when we save those sugary things for special times, it makes it feel special for me too. Like, hey, too. it's Sunday and let's go get ice cream. And like, you know, when we save it for those moments, it's so awesome. And also for behavior, like, right. Hey, if you're great at school today and you eat all this food because Mateo's not the biggest eater, but I mean, he eats well, we were at the doctor, you're like, check up his weight is right on point, but he will consume all that food just to get to the ice cream. So it's like, but if we were to abuse all that, like we wouldn't get what we can from it. So, and sure. and create the memories of it. Like I'm not going to deprive Mateo of sugar, but I'm also not going to just let it happen because no. I don't want to watch a temper tantrum because he can't get ice cream. No, we go through it. And, and what's crazy about it, especially with toddlers, they're over it, especially within 10 minutes, sometimes less. Big time. And at the end of the day, no one can argue that sugar is good for you. It's not. At the end of the day, sugar is very bad for everyone. It just tastes really good. Yeah. So, but you know, so you're doing your kids a disservice if you let them have it all the right. time. Instead, they should know that it is for special moments. Yeah. Well, and Artem, it's really taught me as of late and I've been so much better about it is reading labels because oh, I yeah. cannot believe how many brands put cane sugar. When you think you're eating healthy, check the label because all of a sudden yeah. I'll be like, now I know why it's addictive. Then you put cane sugar in this and you're making me believe it's healthy. Why well, don't buy any of those muffins at the store? Like even they'll tell you but like beyond all this, that, they're healthy and all this. And you look in the back and you're like, no, 
way too much sugar. From bars to so many things, even healthy milks. Do you think you're having probiotic and all the things? And you look, you're like, why did you put cane sugar in this? I know. There's, it is in so much. It I is know. crazy it's, to me. I think been the story of all of us Americans' lives. Honestly, is, we never know what's in our food. It's awful, but you know, just. So I have a garden. Your, yeah, I was just going to say having your garden. Well, you know, making food started. from home, making food from home. That's super important. Knowing what you put in your yeah. food. Yeah. And knowing we can't avoid all the bad things, no. but save them more for special moments. So you're giving your body a break from all the bad being in your system. Do See, you this, know what I mean? This is what January does. To Moderation. Us. Yeah. We think, mm-hmm. well, you know what Artem started doing? Hmm. Composting. Okay. Because he just was over his, you know, he cooks so much at home and he goes, I hate how I see all the scraps pulled up in the trash. He goes, I could be putting this in the garden. For sure. So that's what he's doing. Like yesterday when I got home, he baked sweet potato French fries and they were like super healthy and Mateo don't want them. And I was like, bring it on. I I was in heaven. (laughs) I was like this. I don't need them to be fried. I love French fries. They don't need to be fried for me. They could be baked, super healthy, sea salt. It was so good. Penelope went through my compost and decided to vomit it all up in my house on my rug. That's so gross. Your dog's vomit. I still have a massive stain on that. I probably need to get a new kitchen rug now. Yeah. And you have a stain in Tahoe and (laughs) dogs. Oh, I love them. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses, so if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much 
that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. But you know, it was really neat because over New Year's, so this book, Birdie and I always read, Margot actually got it for Birdie two birthdays ago called The Tale of the Mandarin Duck. You need to read it. It's a really great story about how this duck came to New York and changed everything for everyone because it's a very special duck. And when everyone came, the first thing they want to do is have their phones out and take pictures of it and videos. But they were missing the moment. And then there was a kid saying, it's actually better if you see it with your own two eyes. It's more magical. So everyone started to put their phones out and they actually saw that the duck looked different. And so it said how New York went back to... The people being very artsy and the writers, like all what you used to think of New York, right? Yeah. People connected and just, it's a really beautiful book. You need to read it. And Birdie looked at me and she's like, you know, I'd really like if you took less pictures and videos of us. She's like, every time something is going on, you always pull out your phone to have a smile or video us and all that. And I was like, I do. (laughs) She's like, yeah. She's like, you know, mom, you don't always have to take a picture. And I was like, you're right. I just always think to myself like, oh, it's so cute. Like, yeah, what a great memory. So she asked me to stop. And so I did like, and I only do it here and there. And a lot of times I feel like I have to do it when she's not looking. Yeah. But I did. And, you know, it was interesting because she told me this days before New Year's. And then when you see New Year's Eve happening, I can't believe how many videos were out there of people being like, are people even enjoying the moment? Because they're filming the countdown. The Paris one is what got me. That photo, like that CFOs. photo or like video that went, oh, video that went viral. The person, it's a sea of phones. And then what everyone couldn't believe is no reaction when it hit midnight because they were, everyone was too busy filming. Right. It made me like actually really sad. One, they're in one of the most beautiful parts of the world. And like that street in Paris and the history and the beauty, even me now, maybe it's because we were raised without them, but like. That moment is so like epic. I'll at times be guilty of like when we were at Disneyland or certain things I wanted Mateo's like first reaction of being on a roller coaster and stuff. And then I tell myself like put it away. But I way would rather be in the moment of things because honestly, when you think about it, 
how many times do you go back and look at those videos? Rare. Rare. All those people who took it at the countdown, I would love to know how many times have you watched that? And if we didn't have social media, probably, and I'm guessing this for myself, might not be for everyone, how much less would I pick up my phone to actually capture moments knowing I don't have social media? Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, and so then what went viral off that is out of that whole video where everyone is filming, there was only one couple who they weren't filming and they were kissing because at midnight, like, and their smiles on their faces. Were they young or old? They looked younger, actually. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would say maybe late 20s or right. early 30s. Right, like they weren't know. like 70 years old. No, who, yeah. no. And they were in, totally enjoying that moment of like midnight, we kiss out of the sea full of people. Sea, right? I mean, could you even imagine if you were with a guy, you're dating him and it's like the countdown and he's like just filming the whole thing instead of like looking at you. Ew, or, you would be so turned off. You'd I'd get out. Major I'd actually egg. probably walk, at, walk away in that moment. Just be like, you won't even notice. Yeah. I don't know. But my question to you is, how do we change it? Because I feel like I'll hear people like us talk about this, but how does it ever truly change? I don't care about changing the world with it. I care about changing my life and my kid's life with it. I know I could be better at not doing it. And like when Birdie said it, it obviously stands out to Birdie that I do do it. Yeah. And you know me, like, do you think I'm that like much? But to Birdie... I do want to capture like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, wait, right. let me grab my phone. I want to take a picture yeah. of this. I do do that. I'll admit. Right. Because I don't have always my phone by me, but I will say, wait, 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 and go run and grab it. Right. Yeah. So Birdie saying that made me be like, whoa. Yeah. Maybe January, I shouldn't concentrate so much on changing my health, but changing that habit, which I already did. I already like put my phone away. Like I, there's so much like in my head, I'm like, ooh, I really want to snap a picture, but I didn't. I've been that way I before. didn't. Yeah. And um, so for me, I guess I care about myself more. And I hope people feel the same way you and I feel right now. Like I was irked when I saw that video of Paris, yeah. like you, to the point I had to repost it in my IG stories because I'm like, come on guys, like, no, but that's why you like this Bette Midler book. Cause it shows New York I before social media and you see like the people in Central Park all artsy and whatever. And then you see how that's completely gone. Now everyone at Central Park is like their head down, like. And then this duck changed it all, right? Which is cute for a kid to understand. Yeah. It did something to Birdie. I was just like, that's life right now. Yeah. Well, Mateo, like if we're on our phones too much or he doesn't like taking photos, I'll get so many people like, he needs to be modeling. I'm like, he would hate it. He would hate to be in front of a camera and pose. Oh my gosh. He grabs our phones and throw it. All three of our kids would hate it. Yeah. But then what I realized, because... A few days before Christmas, he was under the weather. We all got under the weather. So what I've realized that when when the household is sick, technology increases because to get him to rest, we put on a show. Then if I don't want to watch his show, then I kind of have my show to the side and it just goes. And then it was like that for like almost a week. And then he started to be like, if Artem and I, sometimes in the morning, like when I'm having my coffee, I want to be, I'm just like you on Pinterest. I'm like looking up stuff for starting to set up my posts for social, whatever it may be, checking my emails. And he started to ask for the phone to Artem and I, and I'm like, oh no, 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 this is changing. So I do what you do now. When I wake up, I don't check my phone. I leave it there and I don't get it tell if Artem's taking him to school, I'll find, I'll check it once Mateo leaves the house or if I'm taking him to school, I check it right after I drop him off. 
Because I'm like, no, my son is not going to be asking for a phone at three and, and I, a half. Right. And I don't want them to see me in the morning. Like the first thing they see is the phone mm-hmm. in my hand. That's so why I leave it in my bedroom. I started thinking that. And by the way, I've been enjoying it. We, I, enjoy I it always sit down and play with him, but now I'm doing it the whole time. But now it's made him not want to go to school because he's like, I just want to stay and play. Well, for Which, me, I have to cook breakfast, feed the dogs, yeah. make birdies and buddies. And lunch. usually it, it was like that, you know, for me when Artem's gone. But now when Artem's here, he's in there cooking. Like today he made, I told him, I go, he really loves hash browns. Artem did homemade hash browns. I, once it hit 10 a.m., I had some and he did French toast, but Mateo ate so much. So I do the plane, like I was sitting there and doing all the things, but Mateo, he just... He like lights up and loves it. And it's cute. I mean, he's always been this way. I just love it because, you know, when Artem first got back, it was all about daddy. Well, it's now like mom, mommy, mom. But we laugh now when you hear the mom and dad, right? But he wants me like right there. I love it. I know. my. He grabbed my hand today and he like wanted why he was playing like on his leg. And it just doesn't make you it it just still. My kids love me in a way that. I don't want him to go past toddler. No, you do, because I love my conversations. Well, I don't want it to sound like that, not yeah. going. Uh, you know what I mean. I do, but I love my conversations with Birdie. Yeah. I, for me, I guess, like, the I'll, cuddles are I'll always so think cute. about Birdie as a toddler and miss those times, but to see her grow into this little person and her conversations and stuff she says, it really, I don't know, it, it just every time I'm in awe, like this morning we're listening, Birdie's obsessed with Taylor Swift, so we're listening to, maybe it's this love, and she was like, you know... Every time I hear her saying the holding hand and all this, I just think of Dada and I when we're walking and the way he holds my hand. Oh, she's like, this God. song her just makes me laugh. I know. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to tell your daddy that when he lands and he's going to bawl his eyes out. Yeah. Like, but Brian will literally cry. Yeah. But it was cute because I can just see her like into the song and thinking. And then it was cute to think of her daddy. Yeah. You know, oh, that's I know. so cute. Isn't it? Well, I always love when I like see there's like, I think we're, it's like a song or something that's out there that people use on reels. And it's about like mom and their son's relationship and how he's, that's her first love. And it's her last love. Like, oh. why well, say you that? You remember I DM'd you? How yeah. cute was that? So cute. And like the way the little boy's looking oh. at his mom, like, oh yeah. my gosh, the love it's, of my life. And that's how we always, Artem and I will always laugh. And we do it on purpose just because we love to see Mateo's reaction. But we'll go to hug and kiss Mateo play and we see him stop. And then he just walks over like a little old man and always pushes us apart. That's he goes, so mommy, mommy, but like never, or we'll go cuddle in bed. If he's right there, like on the edge of the bed. And then he just pushes his way and like wedges us apart. And it's like, so yeah, cute. I love it. Yeah. But he actually, but we don't do that. Like they'll laugh when we kiss. <laughs> that like they're kill out for the goat. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they'll just like, yeah, smile. They'll get like smile and quiet or just like laugh. Yeah. It's really funny. But yeah, I love it. That's cute. Well, I need to get that book. Do it because all of us should go get that book, you know, and it's great to read to your kids. And it also I think it, you know, the way even it moved Birdie, I think it moved me even more. Yeah. And we read it a lot. And it's funny because I I always leave it in Tahoe. So I guess I read every time in Tahoe. But I was like, oh, I'm ordering one. I'm going to have one for the um, Napa house, too, just so that we have it here just to remind ourselves, you know, even for us, you know, when we're in those moments. Because, I mean, like, look, let's be honest. We, we live in a technology world, and a lot of us either communicate or have businesses or promote or whatever it may be 
on social media. Like that's just has become a part of our life, right? All of ours. It's kind of like when we talk about diets and food, like how do we consume food in moderation and sugar, what alcohol, whatever it may be. But like that needs to be social media too. And technology and video games. How do we do this in moderation? Right. For mental health. Imagine like, if the world health, went off social is, media for January. I wish. Like if we had a designated time well, where we all took a break. I've always said since the pandemic and what I learned and when we all sat still and we saw how mother nature started thriving again, when everyone couldn't believe the ocean and all these things, how gorgeous they got. I always was like, and I felt like for some people, if they knew they were in a good place, it would be good for them. It sucked for the ones that weren't right. But if we knew as, as for the entire world, like every, let's say January, everyone still gets paid, but every January you can't drive a car. You can't fly. You're it's like lockdown the whole month. And just, I think as human beings and mother nature and all of us being on this planet together, like we would thrive so much. Europeans are like, yeah, we do that in August. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Honestly, America's just way behind. Right. But I mean, could you imagine like for the animals we eat and for you know, trans, just mother nature, but for ourselves too, if we all just took a month off together though, like, I mean, all airports close, everything, just like the pandemic, everything is shut down and you have to be present with people, your people, like just exactly how it was. I think we'd benefit big time from that. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I can't imagine being a blogger or an influencer because it's hard enough for me to keep up on Instagram. Oh, it's so hard and for me. I try. I'm okay with times I'm not on. Like, yeah. I don't care if I'm off three days. Like, it doesn't bother me. But I feel like people who get paid to do all that, it must bug them. Like, they feel like the constant content, right? I feel like they need to have designated times off too. Like, you know, like, it's okay to take a break. Like, it must be hard to keep going. And then a lot of times they, go, they will show themselves breaking down because they're like, it's so hard to keep up. It's like, yeah, so don't do it. Which... I like go back and forth if I should give my opinion on this. The breaking what's, down on camera. Yeah, it's hard. What's hard for me about that part of it, I get you want to be relatable. And like, I feel like Lily Singh put up a post yesterday that was, she didn't show herself crying. She just put in a caption of what she's going through. And that to me was very relatable. But in moments where I've had breakdowns and I'm crying, the last thing I think about is filming myself. I'm sure. so deep in my emotions. I don't want to film myself. I need to get through what I'm feeling right now. I couldn't imagine pulling my phone out, filming myself and then posting it, like re-looking at it. And I think also coming as a reality star, like we have to relive moments and it's really hard at times, like especially really when you relive the bad moments, because we always, you know, on our reality shows, you, we put out the good, the bad and the ugly. And when you have to relive those bad and ugly parts, like it's really hard. And that's not even us posting it. Like we can choose not to rewatch it. You know, we'll just hear everyone talk about it. And I remember how hard that was. I can't imagine filming it myself and then going and hitting the real button and uploading it. 
and putting the filter on it and then posting and writing a caption about it. Like, can that cause more issues? Like, are you really healing? I don't know. I I feel like... For me, it would, at least. I don't know about other people. For me, it For would. You, what? If I felt every time I had a moment to myself of breaking down. It would create more issues. It would yeah. create more issues for me. For well, sure. because usually breakdowns that. and crying, it's healing. Right. But are you are you interfering with the healing process by filming it and posting it? You have to be. You have to be, right? Yeah. I mean. It just doesn't seem like it feels better when you have your pillow and you're in your bed and you're in the fetal position. You're just like, like, let it out. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right. Yeah. So I always, that's what I always (laughs) like shut my bedroom door. Like if I know, like, (laughs) let's say if Mateo and the sitter are there, Artem, and like, I have a moment that I just, it's not great. I go and I always usually will shut my master bedroom door. And then I will even go in the bathroom and shut that door just so I could like let it out and feel. And I'm just in my emotions. Well, and how many times? Feels, yeah. On, in movies. And I'll cry and, like loudly. Yeah. Yeah. And how many times in movies have you seen people like scream in a pillow? Yeah. I've done that before. It feels really great. It feels really great. And you're like, wow, no one heard that, but I heard it. Yeah. I let it out. That felt good. Oh yeah. <laughs> so much. The and then I always like wipe my tears. I like, yep. Totally. I hope. People but watching maybe those videos. one time we should bring on people who post themselves crying and ask them, like, what does it do for you? Does it help with healing? Is there a certain release? Is it just to feel relatable? Like, what is it? Yeah. Is it the pressure that you have to show? I would actually every... kind of be curious on their mindset. Yeah. Is it just for likes? Is it to go viral? Or like, do you look at it as it's productive? I'd actually, wouldn't you be interested to know their mindset with right. it? I would. Be. I would. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like I know it, but I guess I would like to hear from them. And also, I'll admit, I don't know if all of you listening right now, you're the same. I swear when I pull my phone out like this, my kids go, cheese. I'm like, I'm not taking a picture. It's like this automatic cheese. No this way. Me- oh, especially with Buddy. <laughs> like, I'll literally be like this, about to look at something, and he'll go, cheese. And I'm oh like, my oh, gosh. my gosh. I'm like, okay. I guess I got to change something. Yeah. Or when my video's on and I'm like going to do, they're like, happy birthday. Oh my gosh. Put the video on my kids. They'll start to sing happy birthday. I'm like, we were not doing a happy birthday video. (laughs) But it's because we do send so many people happy birthday videos. But I'm like, gosh, that's, that's not normal. (laughs) No. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes... The sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion. Home and beauty inspired by real life. Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Warning. Things are about to get intense. 
I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. And I think, you know what, let's talk real quick about your track post you put up. Yeah. Amazing memories. Amazing. Not taken on a phone. Mom didn't even take the pictures or Nana and Pop Pop or myself, obviously. We all were living in the moment watching you race, but you still, was there a photographer on the field? Well, so for some of you listeners who are like, what is Brie talking about? I posted for Throwback Thursday on my Instagram. Some of you may not know, and that's why I thought it was so fun when I came across the photos because there was this pile in my dressing room when I was cleaning. I used to do competitive track and then I started competitive soccer and then I came to a point that I had to choose between either sport because I was doing them both competitively. So I ended up choosing competitive soccer because I just loved the feel of team sports. But so Bree's talking about, I made it to regionals. I had one state and then I was favored to win regionals to go to nationals. And I choked in that race, but I had all these incredible memories and I'll go into that, these incredible memories. And so Bree's saying like, I even noticed that I didn't notice before my Nana and pop up in there and they were like cheering so loud because I was chosen as like one of the six or eight to light the torch before the whole competition started. It was neat because it was held in Anaheim. We got to do a really cool thing at Disneyland. We got, I was going to say, it was I like UC, even it was go at UCLA to or USC, one of those colleges. And that's where yeah. I got a doormat. But I had created history at that point because I was the youngest contestant at that point in history. I don't know if anyone's beaten that, but to be the youngest to compete and make it to regionals. But what was really hard about that is there was, I mean, do you remember that summer for me? I mean, the training that I did, when you look at those photos, see how little I am, right? Like, but it was incredible training, very tough training. It was like Olympic style training, like what we had to do in the pools. And then, so we're in Arizona. So the heat and doing track brutal. in the summertime, I just it was brutal. getting so many blisters on the bottom of my feet during oh, track meets because from the heat yeah, and the, the rubber... Um, think of when I had to get my knees done at the age, was I 14, 15? Uh, you had knee surgery. Yeah, both my knees. So that meet, I remember there was a girl I looked up to and I was young. I was fifth grade. I think it was fifth grade. Yeah, I wasn't sure. in middle you school You weren't in yet. middle school yet. Fourth or fifth grade. I th- I'm pretty sure it was fifth, fifth grade. You're right. Yeah, fifth. So I was super young, but like when you made it to regionals, like my mom couldn't be there for all the things. So- I was really close to one of the older girls who made it to regionals and she was like my mentor and we trained together all summer. And then when I had to take the buses with the big kids and go to the event, she was kind of like in charge of me. 
And I remember they were I having this that. big dinner event and my mom, you guys, and you'll see it in my post on the photos. She packed my Easter dress. <laughs> so I'm going to this party and it's the first time I'm looking around and seeing all these cute boys. And then I, I remember the girl being like, oh, your dress. And I go, yeah, it's my Easter dress. And I could tell she was like, yeah. And they were all in cute dresses, very hip and cool. <laughs> and I'm in a full blown Easter dress. Yeah. Oh my God. I look at that. And like so Eastery. And like a weird ponytail. I think I remember. Well, because I did my hair. Yeah. Yeah. I just threw it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I need to talk to mom about this, but because like it was so hot that summer, instead of my hair was so long. So instead of just like getting like maybe having him take it out, remember it was just like a blunt, like short haircut, like weird. Like they just like cut my ponytail pretty much. Kids, we all have weird. We all have yeah. stages. So, anyways, I remember. Then track day. And I, you know what's crazy? I still remember those feelings and waking up in the dorm room. I was so nervous for yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like I lost sleep. So do you remember her name? I think it was Andrea or Andrea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she was the race before me. This is my mentor. You guys, she's coming in. It was first or second and tripped and fell before the finish line. Yeah. And then she everyone cheered her, her really on bad. to finally get up. But she fell so bad. Remember, she had, I think her face was bleeding. And I'm watching this. I'm watching my mentor. We trained all summer. And then they had people help her carry her off the finish line. Of course, came in last. But like, as a fifth grader watching that, it took the life out of me. I remember, and my coach could tell, and he goes, do not let that get in your head. But how do you, like, and that's all they told me. And I just remember inside, I was shaking, and I was shook. And it took over my head to where I jogged my race. And I remember, I'll never forget him screaming at me. I remember. And I remember everyone in shock, but because I was still in shock and no one taught me how to process that. So I have the pressures of being favored to win and go to nationals because of my time. My time at that point that I got to regionals had beat everyone else's regional. So I was already in the first place, right? Then I trained all summer how to be faster. And it was that fall and that moment. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget how she, like she looked when she fell being right there. And then the feeling. And I was, sh- I just remember shaking so bad and no one was there to like console me or tell me how to go through that emotion at fifth grade. Right. And when I heard the gun go off for my race, I just, it, I was like in a different world. I was so shaking and like trying to just go. And I remember because as a kid, I don't know how to process that. And then I have all those pressures. No one led me through it. Instead, I was getting screamed at, and I'll never forget that. And I love my track coach, but I was getting screamed at to run, and I, I just couldn't even. But sprint. That, but it made you stronger. It made as me an stronger. Individual. Yeah, and like, also made me be like I really love team sports. But because right. on the field we were there to amp each other up, but it was still the most incredible experience. And I remember I was down on myself for so long because I really wanted to make it to nationals and. I just remember I trained so hard all summer, so hard. And you get to that moment and like what you do those races in like less than a minute, right? And I was like, I just choked. I choked so bad. I remember, you know what I still remember? Everyone's look of disappointment when I finished, like everyone. I just, I'll never forget. I can That's remember. heavy for a kid. Heavy for a kid. I remember everyone's faces towards me. And just everyone in shock, like, whoa, you were the favorite and you just like ruined it. Like, I remember I I held that heavy in my heart for a long time. And I think that was the main reason, too, why I chose soccer is I was like, I don't think I could go back and face it. But on the plus side of that, um, Jesse Owens was one of my icon and heroes and obviously had died before my time. But what I knew of him 
historically. And I remember I would either do book reports on like him or Marilyn Monroe, loved them, but, and learned a lot. And what was neat was the woman, one of the pictures was, I think Jesse Owens' wife, who was in there waving the older woman, I believe it was his wife. So I still got to be a part of all those moments, right. which is kind of crazy. Can I add on to the heaviness that you must have felt disappointment. Imagine if mom had a cell phone in your face filming you. Right. And you were going through that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think for a young kid, one, you didn't know how to process it. Yeah. Uh, seeing your mentor get injured. But then if your mom was so concerned about capturing the moment, there's so much in that right there that I feel like would be hard for a child. I mean, I knew as a reality star, it was hard when we went through certain moments and you went through big ones and having cameras around you, you were sometimes like, I can't believe I'm feeling this way going through this right in front of everyone. Totally. So that is like something for people to be aware of that. Like when your children are going through something, let them go through it privately and not have a camera in front of their face or a cell right. phone because they're already going to feel bad about it. Right. Like it would have made you feel worse if mom captured that. I feel oh, like. Oh, I, I mean, I couldn't even imagine. I would actually <laughs> probably like grab her phone and check it and go viral for like, oh, girl went crazy. Like just because <laughs> I had so many emotions. But, you know, it also brings me to a point. And if you're listening to your parent and you do have younger kids in competitive sports, like start to teach them to how to navigate those feelings and emotions, because it is a lot on a child. And we don't show emotions like on a child. You might not see the pressure in their face, like you do as an adult who's about to do a pitch and walk into a boardroom meeting, you're like, whoa, look at the pressure on their face or the anxiety or the nerves. Sometimes children don't have that look, but they have it inside. And like, just really like start to help your children navigate that and know like, hey, I know this is a big match or this is a big meet or whatever it might be that they're in. But like to make them feel like, what you're feeling is nerves or it's this and like, know that it's okay to like, whether you're going to lose or win or not beat a record or set a record, like, but help them with those emotions, especially going into it. Because if I had that help and when I saw her fall and then I knew my race was next, I could have, maybe if I knew it, I could have navigated that into like, I'm going to win this for her. And I could have maybe used the emotion that just slapped me in the face I could have used that to help me push through, but instead I, sure. I was shocked and I didn't, I couldn't even move. Like, and I kind of see that in the warm up photo that you see me post because you know me. Go look at my face when you zoom in. And you it. could tell that I look lost. Like, I look like I'm scared shitless. And that's yeah. because she gets hurt. I, and I wasn't even allowed to go say anything to her. And it was, I was right there because I was next race. So they pushed me over to go, you know, on those markers oh, yeah. and like, and I look on your at, marks. Oh gosh. That's, I used to hate that. I remember it with track because oh. I was a sprinter and I actually did really good. And then I got to a point, I just remember when we'd sit and wait oh and my, my feet would be on fire and I'm like, I haven't even sprinted yet. Mm. And then when we'd go, but I remember just always being like, what am I doing? I don't like this. Like, this is not enjoyable. I just remember always sitting there thinking, <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. I'm so nervous. Oh. I have no one to talk to. Yeah. And it's like, the worst. It, it's almost like football. Like, you can't have false starts. Like, no. So there's so much going on in those, like, three seconds before the gun goes off. And, like, how much control you have to have before, like, running off. Especially when, you know, I was so competitive. Like, I remember when I won regionals. Remember, I beat the really fast girl. When I was at... No, no, no. When I was at state, I remember the race I was in, there was a girl favored to win. 
and I beat her. My shoes almost flew off because I <laughs> ran as if my life depended on it. Yeah. I will never forget that feeling. And I beat her and I won. And it was my fastest ever, but like, you know, I'm so competitive. And I remember she was in shock, but I remember just my shoes were about to fly off <laughs> my, even with the socks, like they were like, whoa. I just remember thinking to myself, like after that, and just being like, I don't even like this. And I actually train all the time for a less, for a 10 second, cause I did the 220 yeah. for 10 seconds for my, and then burn feet. I remember I just finally was like, okay. I would like to go smoke some cigarettes yeah. and fucking paint. I'm out of here. Ew. Okay. No, but I don't want to like, do that. In high school, there was a couple of times I oh. loved cigarettes. Oh, gosh. Okay. But you know who I forgot? Who do you think was on our team? Who was on our track team? And then she DM'd me and I started to get all these memories back because we got all three got in trouble one time. Andrea? Yes. I remember that. What did we do? We ditched. Oh, we said April, we did an April Fool's thing. We got in clothes and we said, oh, our parents are picking us up for church because we didn't want to do. <laughs> and we like sat in the stands and watched everyone practice. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we are over. It. I should have did that every time. But Honestly. Um, no, uh, yeah, but it is a good point to tell parents like competitive sports when kids are young. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. You I, just got to you got to be there for your kids to really navigate and listen to them. But especially with the emotional part, because then. Not only was it heavy before, but I'll never forget the heaviness I held onto of the look of disappointment of everyone's faces. And like, how do you think I felt? Yeah. I'm the one who trained Don't all worry, summer. I feel worse than what you're feeling in your face yeah. right now. Right. <laughs> I'm the one who I had know. to get my ass kicked it, all summer in Arizona heat and then have the worst time in history, probably. I'm right. sure. Well, and this is the thing. And it was the 400 meters. Like I used to be an 800 meter runner and then I did the 400 and I was great. And I went for the 400. I just remember that whole track. It felt like a year. Yeah. Oh, and then Lee. Lee, I'll just never forget. I'll never forget. The voice and the face that was our coach and just the look. Like, he then looked shocked and like. He's like, what happened? Yeah. Because a lot falls on him too. Yeah. But anyways, what I loved most about you posting that is it showed a moment where everyone in the fan and the stands weren't cheering and like we're cheering and in it, they were in the moment. And I feel like that's something I'm really gonna, I feel like I do it a lot anyways, but I'm going to take the extra step to really do that in 2024, like phone down. Don't have to always take a picture. Don't always have to film. Cause I even will like, when I saw a bear in Tahoe, what did I do? Ran and grabbed my phone. Yeah. I've looked at that video twice. Well, I actually do show a lot of people like, look at the bear. <laughs> you but, do um, actually. But I will say like, I don't need to. No. I can tell people about it. They'll feel the same thing. Totally. Artem and I have been doing it. And I even said it to him this morning. I'm like, how much better? Like, don't you feel like with Teo? Like we don't need. And I also, I've been, he's like, I've noticed you've been charging your phone in the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to buy my bed at all. No. I don't want whatever's coming off that cell phone to be going in my brain. Yeah. I'm like, it's just not going to be around me. I already have the monitor. I I already have the monitor. I have the sound machine. I don't need anything I'm going to probably have the monitor till he's 18, just blasting in my face. (laughs) Just kidding. You won't. I know I won't. There'll be a time where you feel very comfortable. You're like, oh, we don't need it anymore. Yeah. But it'll probably be like when he's like, Six or seven. Maybe I said five. the same thing about Birdie, and then you do fill a time when you're like, I don't need it. Really? Yes. You'll be shocked. Because I was like you. I thought, oh, I'm going to have a monitor forever. And honestly, like, you're, you're there's fine. a point where your child gives you the confidence. You're like, wow, they're independent. 
they need something, they come get me or they'll scream, mom. Yeah. Which and is true. I have, my hearing is so great. I yeah. hear everything. Yeah. So I know like when they open a door, when they start to walk, all of it. Yeah. And I'm up. Totally. So, and Buddy sprints to my room every morning. So he, wakes. I mean that one. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the thing. If he need, or he'll yell out for me. Yeah. So loud. And I'm like, okay, that's when I knew, like, I'm like the monitor doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, you're right. I get it. All right. So what we're taking from this is we're going to put the cell phones down. We're not going to start our day with it. And we're going to try to capture less amazing moments and just live in the moment. Yes. So thank you, Paris, for making me yeah. cringe. Thank you. And make <laughs> me be like, okay, I need to be more present and really cool shit instead of taking. But you know, I felt more than photos. ever when I was seeing everyone, right? Like not everyone. When I came across some pages on Instagram of people talking about their new year's resolutions, it was crazy to me that almost all of them in it had about being more present. You can tell the world is craving it. We all are craving we're it. We're over think it. We're over it. We're all craving to be more present. And it was like, the first year, there were a few people that I follow that instead of doing their recap of 2023 posts, they go, I'm busy. I don't have time for this. Happy 2023. Like, I didn't capture like, everything or something like that. Like, we didn't really take that many photos of New Year's Eve. We no. had a blast New Year's we Eve. We had so much fun. I didn't even get a Christmas photo of my family waking up Christmas, but we were having more fun because it was the first year that Mateo knew Santa and like had the belief in the magic. Artem and I didn't even, we didn't take any photos, but we were so into watching him. So we don't have the typical, like we are all in cute pajamas, but we didn't take the photo and I was actually okay with it. I, I didn't feel like we were missing out at all. No, not at all. I felt, I feel the same with you. And there's times I don't want to look good. There's sometimes I just don't want to wear makeup. I want to go to dinner. That's me majority I hate if people want to take photos and stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm just enjoying everyone right now. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to hate myself in the photo. You know what I mean? I go down yeah. this like rabbit totally. hole. Totally. I'm like, I wish like no one took pic photos because yeah. now I'm like judging myself. No, 100. When I had an incredible day. Well, it's why I don't go live as much on Instagram because everyone records lives now. And I'll just, when I would do lives on Instagram and I'll still do it, but I don't do it as much. It's, I'd be spontaneous. And I don't, majority of the time when I'm at home, I'm not wearing makeup, but then everyone record them and post them. And then I would be sitting there judging myself like, ew, that's how I looked. And then it made me stop wanting to do as many lives because- also, I stopped doing lives because of a couple situations of people just recording what they want and putting it out there. And then they didn't put the full thing. Oh yeah. And so I didn't think about and that. And then it gets you, I guess in social media trouble. Right. That's the thing with lives too. People don't, you're right. It's, but it's also the same. I noticed like if you go do someone else's podcast, people, what I've noticed nowadays too, they're only watching that small clip and they're not actually going and listening oh gosh, and they're making their assumptions from that. Or even get me started on that on the media stuff when people believe it's just when we go back they they believe the headline but sometimes the headline has nothing to do with the article. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting to me is like when you like I just finished the crown, you're finishing up. Oh, so but how, good. Like, it can be about the royals, but I am always a researcher, so like when I see things happen, I'm like, did that happen? And I look, and they're like, well, this was fiction in the show, and I'm like, wait. You could like make some shit up because I bet a lot of people are going to look and then they just believe it. Yeah. Well, that was my weird thing about the crown. You and I were talking about this is how many people are going to walk away and just believe all of this? We don't know their exact conversations that, you know, before they got in the car. We don't know their exact conversations on the yacht. We don't know any of that, you know, but you know, people are going to believe this. Well, 
it's funny because I fell into that last night when Artem and I were watching. And then I'm like, wait, we don't even know if this is true. And he's like, yeah, because I started to get like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he did that or this or that. And and then we were like, wait, we don't even know what is real or not. Yeah. None of us ever will. We just won't because things weren't recorded then and, and no one will know those conversations. Right. We'll guess all and, day long. And the thing is, it's so true. And they say pictures are worth a thousand words. I always loved that JLo music video. Actually, I have that like nailed it so she perfectly. Nailed, she really did. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Nicole, I feel like we have a lot of stuff going on in January. Look what happens when we're detoxing. <laughs> Your brain becomes so clear. And, well, and you start to really, and they do say this, your soul, your heart starts to really speak to you, right? Like it's, you start. Oh, we have a, we're going to be having a specific episode be coming up this month that I've been doing a lot of research on. And that's a part of it. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, I say we do a little inspiration and affirmation. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I feel like it's really great for this <laughs> month. And for all the things that you're feeling right now, it's okay to like be irked and it's okay to see something and like it, see something and not like it and kind of do a deep research into that. Like, why do I not like that? Why do I like this? And just kind of, I don't know, totally realize where you're at in life and what you're feeling. So here it is. There is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? I've always loved that quote. The best, right? It's so good. Well, for me, that's more like what I take that And as it's more about failures and successes and 2024, like if you're someone like me, I have goals that I want to take and guess what? I'm either going to succeed at them or I'm going to fail at them or they're just not going to happen and that's okay. But you know what? At least I jump and I fly. Right. And that's the most important part. I think it's when you don't take that leap Yeah. and you don't take those chances. You're never going to know if you could fail or succeed and nothing worse is than being later on in life being like, what if? I think that those two words are like, would be the worst to live with is what if I did this? There's so many things that I've done that I failed at, but at least I look back and I go, yeah, that didn't work. And there are things that I want to do because they've been on my head for the past year or two, maybe longer. And I'm like, no, now I need to finally go after it in 2024 because I'm either going to succeed or fail. And guess what? I'm at a point in my life and maybe it took me turning 40. Like who cares? Ego's gone. If I fail, great. Who cares? Hopefully I could bring it to all of you and inspire you and give you a great learning lesson, or I'm going to kick, you know, it's going to kick a lot of ass and be meant to be, and I'm going to get a lot of success from it. So we'll see. And I do, I think it's important to look and see what are the things that make you feel handcuffed and pressure like the way you did and track, right? Pressure that didn't feel good, that you realize quickly that I didn't want to be an individual sport. I want to be on a team. And I feel like for me, it's like, the part of feeling like I have to capture every moment because I'm never going to feel it again. Right. You know, for me, it was the freedom of my daughter telling me, like, please actually don't. And me remembering with your track photo, 
that, wait, we never used to. So why do I feel the need to do it now? I don't. So that's my freedom for me. And you know what? I'm not going to fall by not capturing every moment. I will always remember. And that for me is what makes me fly is remembering that there was a time before cell phones had a camera where I remembered all the beautiful moments and none of them were captured with a phone. And I can still actually go back and think of them. Actually, some of my most beautiful moments in life were never captured on anything. Yeah. Well, you just live up here. Yeah. Well, watching the crown last night, Aram and I were talking and like, obviously we don't know exactly how Diana was before she got in that car. But what she knew was she was going to wake up in the morning and fly back home to London to see her sons. And that didn't happen. And that's how quickly life can be taken away. And Artem and I were talking about that in bed. Like you just never know when your last breath is. So literally live life to the fullest, take those chances. And something, we're all meant to do something, whether you feel it or not yet, you do have a purpose and it will come to you. And you just got to keep open mind, open heart, and also not be afraid to fail and know that successes are coming. And so, and you know, the one part in that whole scene that got me is when she wrapped up Harry's birthday gift, but it was one simple gift that he wanted. But imagine if she had 20 gifts for him, right? Because you're royal. Yeah. But that one simple gift that they ended up giving to him, like that meant a million compared to if he had a million gifts from her. Right. That to me was such a like metaphor of life and just so many things. I was like, it got me. Santa brought Mateo to one little thing, a globe with planets on it. And we keep that up and we'll study them. And then another little spinning thing you saw that he likes and he uses it every day. And that's it. We, we didn't go overboard even with the gifts because we knew mom and dad would send something or whatever. And I look at everything and I'm like, I'm so happy we went less this year. At first where I was worried, I was like, ooh, there's only a few under the tree. Should I be worried about this? No. And it just made me show like less is so much more. Oh, beyond. You know? Beyond. That's yeah. been in my family always a thing. A yeah. Consistent Christmas thing. did not cost us a lot this year, which was great at all. And... I had one gift to open. Artem had like, you know, a few for me. <laughs> Artem had the most. You made Artem, up. I think. Hey, I will say after no. we all saw. Yeah. Our I like, I better. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. He had the most. No, Mateo, but that's just because from neighbors yeah. and you guys, but for sure. But still wasn't a, like a ton, which was amazing. Yep. I love that. Well, the holidays are over and here we go forward into 2024. We hope you guys all had a beautiful New Year's and we're really excited because this Wednesday we are excited because we're going to keep the twin love exclusives going with Samir and Samer. So you're going to have to check them out. We're going to go into detail how the guy's journey was on twin love. Oh, I'm getting all the tea. Yeah, we know. Just keep it PG, Nikki. Yeah, right. PG. Yeah, right. <laughs> no way. And make sure to tune in to Barmageddon tonight on the USA Network. We have Nikki Glazer taking on Al Madrigal. And let me tell you, it's very funny. I mean, Nikki alone. We've had her here on the podcast. But it's a really fun night, so make sure to tune in. And if you can't stay up late, please hit those DVR buttons and make sure to DVR Barmageddon. Yeehaw, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.